1: Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com.
0: topically yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. And I'm your host, Deirdre Schuler. And while today we're going to travel back to the 1980s when Latin freestyle was all the rage and electric, electronic dance music, freestyle gained popularity in the late 1980s until the early 1990s. Well, even today it continues to experience popularity in cities such as Los Angeles, Chicago. Dallas, Miami, San Diego, and in New York, where it was made popular on WKTU. Some of you may recall freestyle performers who made the music great, such as Lisa Lisa in the Cult Jam, Stevie B, Coral, The Cover Girls, Noel, Company B, Nancy Martinez, and Lisette Melendez, as well as others. And many artists performed at and were discovered back in the 1980s and 1990s at the legendary Bronx Nightclub Disco Fever. Well, Lehman Center for the Performing Arts is bringing it to bringing it to the stage for the 10th year in a row. And this Latin-flavored hybrid of hip-hop and disco dance music sensation via Forever Style 10, which is to occur on Saturday, March 5th at 8 p.m. at Lehman Center in the Bronx. This year, the concert will feature 15 groups. There will be Judy Torres, Cynthia, Betty of Sweet Sensation, Johnny O, Rockout, Al, Joe Zangi, Fascination, Pretty Poison, Niobe, Seabank, Trilogy, Tonacia, Laissez faire, Tanya, and TKA, which my guest today, K7 of TKA, is with us. K- Hello, how K-7-4 are you? K- how are you? I I'm just good. Wanted to How are mention, you? I'm I'm good. I'm glad to have you as my guest. I did want to mention Thanks. that you you came out of Spanish Harlem and was yes. a dance music prodigy. Tell me about that.
2: Um, I uh, well, my manager he introduced us to dance music. Uh, we were kids from the neighborhood, and initially our our initial love was hip hop music, and um we wanted to be rap artists at the time there were no latino rap artists at the time um the closest thing to a latin uh rap artist was Joe Baton, you know and he had a record called Rapo Clapo back in the day and we mm-hmm. we wanted to be uh we wanted to be the first uh Puerto Rican rap group um so we we were shopping a deal i was within you know i, I was in two groups and my first group, we wanted to do the same thing, and we couldn't. And I left that group, and I started. Um, and then we got together in TK, and we started doing that. And um.
0: Well, how did you get we, together with TK? We, TK a, were they friends of yours already, or how did that come about? Well, we
2: we were we were we were friends in the in the neighborhood. We grew up in the same neighborhood together. And I had written a song called "Scars of Love," and I had. Uh, brought it to uh, the attention of, of one of the other guys, one of the former members that was with him. And I said, I think that, you know, I, I want you to hear the song. He goes, oh, that sounds great. He says, um, He says, what do you want to do with it? And I was like, well, I was thinking that, you know, w- we can start a, a, a group. And he says, well, I'll call my cousin. And I said, okay, and I'll call my best friend, and, and we'll meet at your house tomorrow. We met at his house, and from then on we started singing at the the local sweet sixteens and you know, any anyone who would allow us in to, to play a record while we, you know, sang and rap over it, you know, that's what we would do. And then um I lived in I lived in uh the lower part of uh, Spanish Harlem. So I, I was always, you know, exploring my neighborhood and I came across Tommy Boy Records. Um oh, okay. and I walked I I walked upstairs and I met Africa Bambada from you know uh, Africa Bambada in the sosonic Forest and I walked in and the receptionist there was a male receptionist at the, at the office and, and I walked up to him not knowing what he was and I was you know who he was and I said listen I got a singing group and I would like you to come see us perform this weekend you know it's around the block from my house on, on 97th street and and we'll be you know we'll be performing there and he says you know, he thought I was crazy, but I think he liked the, my audacity, and and he came down to see us perform, and um, mm-hmm. and he ended up being my manager and producer for many years. That was Joey Gardner, and uh,
0: wow. But me at the time was the receptionist at Afro Bambado's
2: office. At, no, at the offices of Tommy Boy, and you know, oh, Tommy um, Boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, so he was the receptionist at Tommy Boy, and uh, and I met him there, and and he quickly, you know, a, alongside with people like the, you know, the Latin Rascals, started guiding us to sing over, take take these rap songs that we were singing over and speeding them up to a faster pace. Um, mm. So we started from from the 98 BPMs that we were singing uh, "Scars of Love" to we ended up speeding it up to 117 BPMs, and that's for us. That's our first introduction into dance music. We knew of the people like uh, um, the Arthur Bakers and the Shannons and and the and the you know the the original Seabanks and and the um, and and people as such who were doing you know who were doing dance music for like dance Tyree at that time. But there weren't there wasn't a movement um, a younger movement. These were these were people that were already in the clubs. Um, and then we, you know. Well,
0: what was in the clubs at that time? Because it was disco all over New York for a while that appealed to other uh, it, it, di- it was it was
2: it was disco, and the transition the transition out of disco introduced um, early house, um, and it also you know early house or or what what the garage sound in New York City was, and then. Oh, um okay. It, it introduced electro pop, you know, with with the introduction of of planet, you know, uh, uh, Africa Bambada's uh, Planet Rock and and um and uh, a he very heavy euro. Hit? Excuse me.
0: Af- Africa, Africa, uh, Africa Was he in his Planet Rock? Was that the first freestyle hit, or, or was it Let the Music Play by Shannon?
2: <clears throat> well, neither. Though though they influenced. The movement, um, because I, I look at I look at both both songs as uh, as uh, I, I would say parents of freestyle, but not necessarily freestyle. Um, Let the music play by Shannon was considered a pop record, and it was really part of the electro funk movement. And so was uh, Planet Rock. I think the okay. birth of freestyle. I think more more likely the birth of freestyle came from songs like Can You Feel the Beat from Lisa Lisa and and Naomi's mm-hmm. Please Don't Go. I think that those songs are really, um, f- for me, um, the the real true introductions to what freestyle was really all about.
0: Um, well, how uh, would you describe freestyle besides it being electronic-type style music with a Latin flavor? Well, well,
2: well, the way that we always, um, the way that we would always it was when when we first started doing it we used to say it was it was harlequin romances done over 120 bpms <laughs> so it's basically <laughs> us telling you about our heartbreak while making you want to dance at the same time so we we would um we would write you know basically it was teenage angst you know as as moats, you know as, as rock and roll was in the 50s and and you know and and in the and, and in the 70s and um and I, I would say late '90s with, with with the with the grunge thing. Well, freestyle was doing it in the in the late '80s. That was our way of of giving you the Latino perspective of of over dance music. I hear you now.
0: I was saying what I find interesting is that uh, you went back into the '40s era with Cap Calloway's "Heidi Ho." What made you think of that?
2: I'll be honest with you. Um, my love for my love for um, my love for what is Caribbean music what is salsa music, what is, what is, um, what is pop music? Um, and, and what is the elements that influenced these type of genres? It's always sparked a curiosity for me. So I, when, I, when I was a kid, I, I used to watch, um, uh, a lot of cartoons and I used to see, um, a cartoon character that, that very much resembled Cab Calloway. And I, you know, And he used to walk around with a whole bunch of skeletons and he used to sing this Heidi Ho song. Um, I think it was one of the Tex Avery cartoons. And and it made me say, made me curious to it. So I started finding out that, number one, he was one of the first uh, black movie stars, if you will, um, you know, in the 1920s and early 30s. And then I I saw Heidi Ho, you know, the, the original song, Minnie the Moocher, excuse me, and and then i saw him modern day i saw him as a as an older person singing on the blues brothers movie and i was like the energy of this record reminds me of me hanging out with my friends and and how you know one thought would you know will be echoed by the next person and and that energy almost dictates what the night's energy would be so i just wanted to um bring that do a modern twist to it and try to bring it into like, you know, the modern age, if you will, um, to present it to people more in a in a hip hop fashion. It also reminded me of early hip hop, you know, like Cold Crush Brothers and Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five. They were doing this type of thing with the you know, with the crowds, you know, like um you know, say ho and then the crowd would respond, say ho is is, is very much like Heidi hi hidey, hidey Ho and the crowd responds with, with the chorus. So I, I felt that it, it, it was a it was a perfect marriage.
0: Well, you also did something similar with Maria. Now I remember Maria from Johnny Mathis singing it, but you took that classic ballad and fed it up, so to speak. Uh, at least yeah. that's your version, PKA's version of of it. Would
2: or how would yeah. you describe well, it? Well. Yeah. You know the funny thing is that you would mention uh, Mr. Mathis. Mr. Mathis was was a was an influence, uh, almost a, a subliminal influence to me growing up because my mother was a, a, a very devout Johnny Mathis, uh, four tops, uh Tom Jones, and you know a fan. And she would play these songs, uh, even that King Cole. She 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 would play these songs um on any given day mixed in with you know with you know salsa and 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 uh and and you know Latin ballads around my home so I, you know these are the sounds that influenced me so much so when when um when i i go to write i i go to write from from the influence of of what was there before me and on the the days that i wrote on the days that i wrote maria i was influenced by um a West Side Story, which I happened to be watching, and mm. I happened to be listening to at the time. I, I, it was a Bell, Biff, DeVoe album, and I, I loved how they were able to um, how they were able to modernize uh, R and B music by singing over hip hop beats. You know, a male perspective over a hip hop beat um, at at the slower pace, which was originally what TKA wanted to do, but they were able to do it and perfect it beautifully. And then I said, Well, maybe I can do that with freestyle. Maybe I can turn around and do and make it more of a, a street um themed um freestyle song where I actually tell an actual story that that, you know, um the kids of the age would relate to. And and I think the song is universal. I think that every girl falls for the for the wrong guy, you know, from the wrong guy from the wrong side of the tracks and there's always that one guy that she ignores. That wishes that she would pay attention, you know, and you know the song right. speaks for itself.
0: Well, I hope you don't mind, but I, I put I want to play Maria so that the listeners can hear your version of it.
2: I, I don't mind don't at mind, all. It, it, I'm, that. I'm, I'm very I'm very proud of that song, so i I would I would welcome it. Thank you.
0: So here we go, folks, with Maria. It's like Pka. <laughs> like the beat to that one.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, uh, um, you are primarily the songwriter for the TKA group. Is that correct? Yes,
2: ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
0: Uh, what were some of the songs that you've written?
2: I wrote Scars of Love. I wrote um, Don't Be Afraid. I wrote Give Your Love to Me, Maria, um Louder Than Love, you know. Basically, those those are those are the basic ones.
0: Well, also I I must say that you are not just in the group, but you've done other things like uh, a movie for. Did you do score the mask with John uh, John the Jim Carrey movie?
2: Yes, Heidi Ho was in the mask um, uh, with Jim Carrey, um, and I also had uh, come baby come has been in in various movies. Including now, how how to be single, the brand new How to Be Single movie. It's in that as well. It was in uh, she in a few movies. Well, we also, also, had a, also you're the ahead. one the, the song that you led the show up with um, was on a uh, uh, Lean on Me, um, which was oh, okay. uh, a Morgan Freeman movie a few years uh. Well, it was uh, I, I guess the start of Morgan Freeman's career when he played Joe Clark.
0: Well does Hollywood reach out to you or, or you send it in to them and, and how does that work?
2: Um it's it's a process. It's one is uh, um you know, uh they some of them discover the songs, um, some of them ask uh, intentionally, um and then uh then we we present it to to uh T V and to radio and to movies to see if they you know they like it and, and they would like to use it.
0: And obviously they did. Now, Knock I know on you wood. Spent eight you. years Pardon me.
2: Knock on wood.
0: Okay, knocking. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you spent eight years as an on-air personality. Um, how did that come about?
2: Well, I, I've always, you know, I've always had a fascination with with uh, my my friends call me a character because I'm always doing, you know, like little skits and and funny stuff like that. So they said that I should try out for radio. They they thought that I had a great voice for radio and so um during during uh my time during Comedy become hot ninety seven started doing um weekends where they would let uh some of the artists that were recording at the time um be on the air. Uh, so people like Moni Love, Ms. Jones, myself, um and um a few other artists uh began to do Funk weekend Master shifts. Flex. Yes, from Master Flex. Flex was there way before this. Um um and so was Angie before 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 that. And these people uh, they began to have us on the weekends and, and we would you know, it, it started off as a holiday thing and then it started becoming a weekly thing and I ended up being at a hot ninety seven for eight years and then I was at um KTU um for another three and a half uh, years, so I, I did my time with radio. I, I loved it very much, um, and I I, had, I built some great relationships with a lot of these DJs, to, you know, throughout the years. So
0: well, did you get a chance to proud. play your own music over the air, too, as well as the music of uh, other freestyle um, artists? So we had a set uh, program.
2: Well, you know, early on, I, I did some K7 at a Hot 97, and, and when I got to KTU, um, since they really catered to my earlier stuff with TKA, I played tons of TKA stuff when I was on KTU.
0: You know, I also want to mention, before I forget, is that you're going to be at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts on March 5th, uh, 8 o'clock production, and it's yes. called Forever Freestyle 10. And I want to remind people go get your tickets now. I hear they're selling like hotcakes, but if there's any left, you want to go get them, and you can call the box It's off. It's,
2: an ama- it's an amazing show. I've I've been there for most of them. I I think I I did not play at one because of scheduling, but I've been to I I want to say nine already, and wow, uh, you know, and well, this is my ninth, being my ninth, and and it's been amazing. We get. Um, people who first used to come see us at the clubs they now bring their kids and their and you know and and their husbands and their wives to see us perform um their kids are coming we have uh, you know the the age range i would say is from 25 up to 55 and it's an amazing it's an amazing night everyone comes and there's not one empty seat. No one sits down. Everyone's partying from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. The energy is amazing. And, you know, I, I feel lucky. I feel privileged that, you know, we created a, a certain sound in New York City, which, you know, which got to travel the world, got, you know, got to go across this country and in some cases, uh, you know, become popular in, you know, South America as well as overseas. Um and people still want to hear it today. It's not one of those. It's it's the energy of the songs and the stories that are being told in the songs are not like um, like most eighties records. Most eighties records turn cheesy. A lot of the freestyle stuff still sounds fresh and still sounds uh, current. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think that it's it still has its appeal on on the younger listener because they still are going through a lot of these things.
0: Well, I want to tell the younger audience and the older audience that you can buy your tickets by calling the box office at 718-960-8833 or go online at org and get your tickets because, as Kay said, it's very popular music and, and, it, and it's still ongoing, right? It's still... They say that it 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 ended in in the the 90s, but it it hasn't really. It's just you know gone on more strong in in the Latin communities, and now Lehman is giving it an opportunity to come out for the general public. And they've been yeah, partnering
2: for it, quite some it's, time. It's correct? Yeah, it's Yeah, the funny thing about this music is is that it started underground and it, and you know and quickly rose to not be underground music, but you know when when radio shied away from it or, you know, or shied away from playing new, uh, newer versions of this music, um, it became underground again. And it, you know, we still make this music today and people can still, you know, see these artists performance, you know, people like George Lamont and Judy Torres uh, um, who, you know, and and Suave and and Cynthia Sapphire, who, who are, are still, you know, living this music and, 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 and making this music what it is today. And, you know, that you know, we, we, we're lucky enough that we, we've continued to, you know, have this, you know, legacy and, you know, and, and, uh, and entertain, you know, and keep our dreams alive.
0: Well, we're, we're outside of a Lehman. Where can people find TKA if they wanted to go to see a show or buy? Do you have any current, uh material
2: out yes yeah, so you can follow me at um on my website the official the official or you can find me on social media um under uh k7tka that would be on facebook and instagram and twitter as well um k7tka and you would see the, our new songs we would direct you in the right direction of you know we perform Almost every single weekend. In fact, you know, Lehman is next weekend, and and that weekend, just in itself, I have four shows in and out of the New York area, and on, and in fact, this weekend itself, I'm doing South Jersey. Um, mm. We're doing a big event at a at another venue this weekend. Uh, it's called Starland Ballroom. So you know, this music still goes through. So what? You
0: said Starlight Ballroom.
2: Starland. Starland Ballroom. Oh,
0: Starland Ballroom. Okay.
2: Out yeah, in New Jersey. And, yeah. New and Jersey? and we It's in South Jersey. I I want to say if I, I don't I don't want to say the wrong town, but I okay. I think it's Freehold if if I'm correct. I'm not Don't get me wrong, but I could be Let me see if I can bring it up while I talk to you. Yeah, so we we we're traveling and performing and you know, you could find us at, you know, on all social media.
0: Well, we can go to your your Facebook page and find out. Correct.
2: Yes, K7TK on Facebook.
0: Well, you know, I know that your life is immersed in music, but are what are some of the other interests, other endeavors that you do? Are Are you involved in any charitable things or political interests, perhaps I, political interests?
2: Well, I do. Every year we uh, we walk for uh, the cure for cancer under um team uh chosen butterfly which is uh, oh. a dear friend of mine, Vivian Rivera who uh, who died of cancer, uh breast cancer for that matter and, and um so we do a walk for her. We also I also um walk for the Brain Tumor Society over the summer and we also do the autism walk. So um I, I partake in a lot of that stuff. Political politically, um I haven't really um Got involved in anything political as of yet um just not that I don't want to i i I most definitely will, but you know i i I currently have been just doing more stuff with helping children who are you know children and adults who are going through cancer and autism and you know and well stuff
0: that's like a such. great so, endeavor right there, I must say, yeah. Well, I also want to, again, bring up to the folks that are planning on going March 8th. You have to get your tickets, folks. So call the box office, the Lehman Center box office um, and it's, at 718 um, 960 I, 8, 8, 8.
2: I promise you guys that the energy that you will see at Lehman, um, you know, next Saturday is, it's going to, is going to shock you guys, and it's going to make you... You guys will not leave there without a big smile on your face after enjoying yourselves, you, you know. Even the even the host of the show really um, take part in the event and really have a good time with it, you know, and, you know, really love what we do. We're, we're all there. It's like one big happy family. It's almost a, a reunion of sorts that we all, you know, take part in and enjoy.
0: Well, I certainly will be there, and I want to say the venue, by the way, folks, is at. That- Two Fifty Bedford Park Boulevard West in the Bronx. Now, was freestyle? Did that basically come out of the Bronx, or or no?
2: Um, it primarily yes. A lot of the artists were from the Bronx, but uh, uh, you know, artists such as uh, uh, Lisa Lisa and myself and and uh, um, Brenda K Starr and Cynthia, we we grew up in Spanish Harlem, so you ah. know. So so I I want to say that it's a New York City thing. Um, but if, if we had to give it a home, if we had to give it a birthplace, the birthplace would be the Bronx because that, that would be the place that first gave us um, the opportunities, you know, work-wise. You know, it was the clubs in the Bronx that first opened their doors before the New York City clubs or the Queens clubs opened their doors to us.
0: Well, so one of them was Disco Fever, correct? One of the biggest places that promoted
2: freestyle. Yes, well, well Disco Disco Fever was was more um, was more for the hip hop scene. The Devil's Nest, um, which came right after Disco Fever, was was our club, was the club for freestyle. Ah. That was the that was the birthplace of, of freestyle music. Um, the DJ who who first. Um, started spinning this type of music every single weekend was uh, Little Louis Vega.
0: Mm, so, okay, gotta give him know, a he, shout he, out.
2: Yes, he's gr- a Grammy award-winning DJ, Little Louis Vega.
0: Well, we're, we've come to, to the end of our time. Kay, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to say?
2: Um, no, we we basically talked about everything that we we needed to. I I would like to also invite everyone again follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter under K7TKA um and you could come to our webpage as well the um the the address or the the town that Starland Ballroom was at that I was I you know that that I was trying to tell you earlier is in Sayreville, New Jersey that's where we will be this weekend but next week we will be at Lehman Center and It's an amazing show. You guys are not going to want to miss it. Jam-packed with all your favorite freestyle artists. Please, make your way to the Bronx and come have a good time with us.
0: Especially since the Bronx is the home of freestyle. Yes. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, spending this time with you, Kay. And I thank you for being my guest today and talking about your career, your life, and the upcoming show.
2: Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Indeed.
0: And I'm going to be there, so I'll see you. I'll see your show.
2: I can't wait to meet you.
0: This is the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Deirdre Shuler. And we have been talking with K7 of TKA, known as K. And I also want to thank my listeners for making my topic topically yours. And, well, we're going to go in the show with the song, One Way Love. And that is TKA. Here we go. Just a reminder to get your tickets for Forever Freestyle 10 on Saturday, March 5th at 8 p.m. You've been listening to the Blake Radio Network Rainbow Soul.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do.